Good evening and welcome to St. John the Baptist. Let us begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity to serve you. May all of our actions bring you praise in a special way today. We pray for the repose of the soul of Patricia Cruikshank, for whom this Mass is being offered. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. John the Baptist. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand and join in our opening hymn, number 485, O God Almighty Father, number 485. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And My dear brothers and sisters, this evening we are so honored and pleased and thankful to welcome back now Father Joseph uh, Wynn. Father Joseph was with us about three years ago, give or take, for, for J-term, and really uh, committed himself to, to our parish, and so we praise God for that. And so let's welcome now Father Joseph went back to St. John the Baptist in Excelsior. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty, to Almighty God and, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done, in what I have failed to do, through my faults, through my faults, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask the blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and to you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. 
May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you. Let us pray. God, our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, make known to the human race your wondrous mystery, grant us, we pray, that in professing the true, the true faith, we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Proverbs. Thus says the wisdom of God. The Lord possessed me, the beginning of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth, at the first, before the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no fountains or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet the earth and the fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world. When the Lord established the heavens, I was there. When he marked out the vault over the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, when he set forth the sea its limits, so that the waters should not transgress his command. Then I was beside him 
as his craftsman, and I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of his earth, and I found delight in the human race. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand 
and we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me, because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. So just a brief word of thanks to Father Carlson for allowing me to uh, celebrate Mass today and for allowing me also to preach. So I was here, in case you don't know, my name is Father Joseph Wynn. I was here three years ago in January, January of 2019. Uh, it was my J-term J assignment for just one month. Um, was here for four weeks, really loved every single moment of it, and I'm happy to be back. I promised some of the parishioners that I would say one of my first Thanksgiving Masses here, and so here I am, promise fulfilled. Uh, so today we celebrate the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, and we celebrate, as we hear in the readings and also in the first prayer, the unity between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I'll have to be honest, too, I wasn't looking forward to preaching on this day, uh, 
because many priests actually jokingly call this day Heresy Sunday because when we try to speak about God or the Trinity, it's always a little bit higher than we're able to handle. So we always come close, but we never make it. So there's always some fall off. And even Jesus says in today's gospel as well, I have much more to tell you, but you are not able to bear it now. So just wait a little bit. But even in saying this, Jesus still hints that at some point in time, we will be able to receive that understanding and we will be able to receive that fullness of life with God, um, with him. And although we might not be able to have that fullness of life, that knowledge now, we're still able to learn about God. We're still able to reach out to him uh, by seeing um, his works. After I was ordained on May 28th, in two days, my classmates and I uh, just ran away to the Boundary Waters for a week. And we did about 30 miles worth of paddling and portaging up there. And through it all, through that whole trip, we were able to see just the beauty and the wonders of nature, just again, untouched by human hands. And with everything that we saw, whether it was from the lake or from one of our hikes, we, there was a serene and a well-orderedness to everything that we saw. And we could see the fullness of species of all the animals that were there, of all the plants, of all the trees that were all there, just all present in one spot. But even with all those things there, nothing seemed out of place and everything seemed to have a purpose, even if it was just a fallen over tree. And the best thing for me that uh, those five days was being able to look up at a starry, a full starry sky that we don't get to see here in the cities. With everything that I saw up there, there was a certain unity and a certain well-orderedness to the Boundary Waters, and they all work together for a purpose. And it's that same unity that we hear in today's first reading. The first reading describes with wonder the creation of the world from the perspective of wisdom. God creates the heavens, the skies, the earth, and the sea. And in his wisdom, he gives each its place. And as we hear in today's first reading, he made firm the skies, he fixed fast the foundations of the earth, and he set the sea its limit. And he does all these things so that they can work together in harmony, not to cut them off, but so that they can all work together in harmony and in unity. And with that, with that unity, he's also able to show us his love and a bit of himself as well, and he invites us into it. As we hear in today's responsorial psalm, beautifully sung, when I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place, what is man that you should be mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? Yet you have made him little less than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. So creation is one of God's greatest works, but yet he still uses that to make a point for us, that one that God has unity, just like we see somewhat in nature, but it's also that he calls us into himself through that wonder of nature. So the unity between the Trinity that, we speak, that I've been speaking about is not just a simple unity, um, but rather a unity of mind and heart, of intellect and will. 
Another way of saying it is it's a unity of knowing and loving because that's what makes us human, that we're able to know and that we're able to love. A unity of mind is like when a, a member, each member of a team, of whatever team it is, knows exactly what the other is thinking and what the other will do. They don't need to speak, they just know. Or another example would be an elderly couple. They've been with each other for many years. They don't need to speak with each other. They're able just to look at each other and know what the other one needs. And unity of heart is acting together for the good. We know what the good is, and we both act towards it. We both want to do what is good, so we work for it. And we have both of these types of unity to some degree, but it's God that possesses all of it in totality. He has the whole perfect fullness of it. And the Trinity, so they know each other perfectly, and they don't hide anything from each other, but they also act for the good with each other and all for each other. So having that perfect unity of mind and heart is what makes that trinity one. It's what make God, makes God one. And that's what makes for perfect communion, again, between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if we had that unity with each other and with God, all our problems actually would just fade away because there would be no misunderstanding and there would be no ill will towards each other. Again, the knowledge, there's no misunderstanding and there's no ill will. There's no desire to hate each other. There's only a desire to love. So with those two things being gone, solved, we would be able to have no problems in this world because we would be in perfect relationship with each other. So God invites us into his unity, into his perfect unity, so that we can actually be able to live that right relationship with him and with each other. The Father calls us into union with the Trinity. The Son teaches us how to live, one right there on the cross as well. And then the Holy Spirit comes, as he did on Pentecost, to strengthen us to be able to live that. And although we like to kind of distinguish, oh, the Father does this, the Son does that, and the Holy Spirit does the other thing, it's actually all three that do it together. If you remember that part from the first reading, I got to find it here. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason I will for this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and give it to you. So they all share the same thing. So the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, it's not just the Father calling us to union, unity. It's the Father, Son and Holy Spirit calling us to do it. It's not just the Son that teaches us how to live in unity. It's the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And it's also the Father, Son and Holy Spirit that gives us strength to be able to do it. So now the question is, how can we start living in union with God and with each other? The first thing that we can always do is just pray. That's the key to everything. We must be able to ask God, how is it that we're called, how is it that he's calling us to live love and live unity and to ask him for that strength to be able to do it? Something as simple as, Lord, how do you want me to be a witness of your love today? Or, Lord, how can I love as a husband? How can I love as a wife, as a brother, a sister, a friend, or even a priest? How am I able to live like that, love like that today? And then once we know, Lord, give me the grace to love as you do. The second thing that we can do is to actually do it, but to do it with great generosity. As the Lord was generous with us in showing us his love through creation, giving us everything, we, should, we can be able to give of what we have 
to show the love of God to others. And the third thing that we can do is to continue growing closer to Christ. The closer one is to fire, the hotter that person will be. So the same thing with God. The closer we are to God, the more like him we will be. We are called to live in the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if we live in that unity, then we can experience the fullness of God's love. Let us stand and profess our beautiful Catholic faith. I believe. Trusting in God's great mercy that he will hear all that we offer him, all that we ask of him through Christ, we offer now our petitions. That the one God in three persons may bring about unity and harmony among the many nations of the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord that the church may ever more effectively proclaim Christ, who leads all to the Father and the Holy Spirit, we pray to the Lord. Father Joseph Wynn, as he begins his ministry as a priest, that the Lord may continue uh, to bless him and give him the courage always to proclaim the truth. We pray to the Lord. Lord that the union of life and the Trinity may bring us into deeper union of those in society tends to reject or ignore. We pray to the Lord. Lord that the poor, the sick, and all who suffer may be filled with the life of the Trinity and experience the loving presence of God's people. We pray to the Lord, Lord that all who have died, especially Jim Schrake, father of Jane Schlangen, may share in the life of the Trinity forever. We pray to the Lord. 
Lord, in your great love, hear us. In your great mercy, answer us. For we ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Please join in prayer in the Archdiocese in prayer for vocations found in the back of the red hymnal. O oh God, we are in Standing always at my side, you guard me from the foe, and you lead me in ways everlasting. Lord, you have searched my heart, and you Before I saw the sun in 
standing always at my side. You guard me Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Sanctified by the invocation of your name, we pray, O Lord, our God, this oblation of our service, and by it make of us an eternal offering to you, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God, one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in the trinity of one substance. For what you have revealed to us of your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity in substance, and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by angels and archangels, cherubim too and seraphim, who never cease to cry out each day, as with one voice they acclaim. Therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite, and govern her, 
throughout the whole world, together with your servants Francis our Pope, Bernard our Bishop, Joseph his assistant, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants, and all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls and hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, mother of our Lord, of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clements, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogonus, John, and Paul, Cosmos, and Damian, and all your saints, we ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands, and once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven, of Christ, your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, 
the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servants Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through the, this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share in fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Amid us we beseech you into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord. Through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, Bless them and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the 
kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace.
the living God, and my heart is full of joy. I received the living God, and my heart is full of joy. Jesus said, I am the bread needed long to give you life. You who Need not ever fear to die. I received the living God, and my heart is full of joy. I received the living God, and my heart is full of joy. Jesus said, I am the vine. And my branches you shall be. Come and drink the saving cup till the kingdom you shall see. I received the living God, and my heart is full of joy. I received the living God, and my full of joy. Jesus said, I am the way, and my Father longs for you. So I come to bring you home, to be one with him anew. I received the living full of joy. I received the living God, and my heart is full of joy.
Let us pray. May receiving this sacrament, O Lord our God, bring us health of body and soul as we confess your eternal holy trinity and undivided unity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. This evening, following uh, the Mass, of course, we have our uh, gala. So for those who are registered to come to the uh, Western Arnold Gala, check-in is going on right after uh, Mass. However, this evening uh, as well, uh, we also want to have an opportunity uh, for you to greet uh, Father Joseph Wynn. So he'll be outside, uh, right outside the gathering place doors. And there's a tradition in the Catholic Church that if you get a blessing of a newly ordained priest in the first year, and what, two weeks old, I think, right now as a priest, so we can still spell that chrism on his, on his hands, is to receive kind of something known as a first blessing, or for Father Joseph, his 10,000th blessing already, uh, I'm sure. But uh, make sure to stop by uh, and see Father Joseph, congratulate him as well. If by chance you brought a card for Father Joseph, there also is a basket where you can drop off cards for him as well. But most importantly, let's continue to pray for Father Joseph and our St. John the Baptist tradition of praying a Hail Mary for Father Joseph. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. John the Baptist. And I forgot to mention, Father Joseph is going to St. John the Baptist in New Brighton. We call that St. John the Baptist the lesser around here. Uh, but uh, we bless you on your ministry up there. I have no comments on that. <laughs> uh, word of thanks also from, uh, from myself. Thank you, Father Carlson, for accepting me all those, those three years ago. Uh, if you didn't accept me those three years, I wouldn't be here today. Um, and then you taught me all the ropes those first two weeks, and then... When you went on your leave of absence, I was able just to give myself to the parish, so thank you for that. And then also thank you to the parish as well for welcoming me in. Um, I felt very much at home here uh, those three years, those four weeks, three years ago. Um, yeah, I, uh, when Father Carl went on his leave of absence, I had to move over to the rectory over in Chanhassen, so that's about an eight-mile eight drive away. Um, but every single morning, I would wake up at 5 without my alarm clock. I don't know why. I set it to 7. But I just wake up at 5. Um, and then I would come over here, just get ready for Mass uh, three hours early. Um, and then I wouldn't leave until 11. So I very much enjoyed being here. Um, yeah, the priest over there said, Joseph, you're with us, but we never see you. So I was like, that's fine. I'm with my people. So I, what, what else do you want me to do? Um, so again, thank you very much. Um, I do remember sitting here a few years ago as well, looking up, saying, wow, Father Carl looks really cool up there. I wonder if I'll ever make it, but today it's happened. So thank you again very much. Please keep me in your prayers, and I will continue to pray for you. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. 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 May he let his face shine upon you and show you his mercy. Amen. And may he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God.